Stevenson centers, and the loose puck was put on. Rebound shot blocked. Now Eichel scores! The third rebound goes for Eichel. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Marsha Sowright to the circle. White Cloud shoots. He scores! Doing his best. Jack Eichel finds the opening. Top shelf. Sharp angle for White Cloud. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas. Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215 Home of the Woo! This might be the greatest show of all time because of <laughs> one particular item that we're going to bring you. You guys remember the uh, the results of the best looking coaches Shocked in the National Hockey your... League? Uh, one to thirty two. Well, we said that we would do the same process. Mm-hmm. Uh, process, whichever way you like to enunciate that. Process, and uh, we we have done it and uh, we signed up for a golden ratio face which how they <laughs> compiled these definitely, results in the list. Definitely a real application. <laughs> yeah. Guys, yeah. Honestly, yeah. Our, my phone is probably full of multiple viruses right now. Got to delete it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's questionable. There's a few pop-ups in there. A but few. we have the results of the VGK Insider Show and how they would re-rate with the National Hockey League numbers. Uh, that's all coming up. Uh, we'll also get into last night's game. Vegas Golden Knights up against the Colorado Avalanche. It was not a, a star-studded lineup by the Avalanche, and the score reflected that. But uh, how about some of the uh, performances that we witnessed and a breakout performance for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights offensively and one-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League featuring a signing of one of the restricted free agents. <laughs> Will that open the door for maybe Nick Haig? Maybe. Uh, a lot coming up uh, as we dissect uh, uh, the third game for the Vegas Golden Knights in this preseason. Yeah, I, there's, I mean, a jam-packed show, a lot to get into as far as, you know, assessing last night's game and, and getting into some of that other stuff from the league. But I'm really excited for how this show is going to open up, Darren. With Paul Cotter, uh, my good buddy from the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Darren Millard along with Ryan Wallace. Uh, Paul, I haven't talked to you in about four hours, so uh, everything <laughs> holding up okay over there? <laughs> yeah, so far so good. Hey, uh, what's this journey been like, uh, first three games of training camp? Uh, you've been top of mind by everybody. You keep adding to it uh, every night. Uh, give me an idea of what uh, what the vibe is inside you. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, It's been a good camp so far. Um, I think I've done pretty well um, on the producing side of it. and um, I think I've stayed consistent, which is my goal, um, through the course of the camp so far, so Hopefully, I can continue it, and uh, you know, I want to make this decision for the coaches as hard as possible. So, um, my main goal is to make this team. I think you know I can do it. So, uh, just got to keep playing my game. Well, it's interesting. You think back to conversations and how they tie into present day. And uh, I was around you at the start of training camp, and you said, you know, this is uh, one of the first times where you've come into camp where you see uh, a route there, and it it. It's apropos because it was like you were right on top of it. Uh, you were able to tell the future. Yeah, no, there's there's, there's definitely a chance, um, and there's uh, there's a lot of guys here on this roster that 
you know, are going to be tough to, I wouldn't say beat out, but um, maybe get past. But uh, it's an extremely good roster. Vegas is one of the best teams once again, and um, it, it won't be easy to crack it. So uh, you got to kind of do as much as I can to hopefully get a spot somewhere in there. Paul Cotter's with us on the VGK Insider Show, fresh off another goal last night in the preseason, chatting with Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Yeah, Paul, I, what what's some of the feedback that you're getting right now from from the coaching staff or maybe even some of the more veteran players uh, as you kind of go through this process? Yeah, uh, a lot of positivity. Um, obviously, there's there's new coaches, uh, so they, you know, they they probably like what they see in a few games, and um, but it's it's just three games right now, right? So, um, you know, they got to make a decision for uh, for the rest of the year coming up here soon. So, um, it's going to take a few more games for probably them to really get a hold of what they like and what they don't like. And um, after that, I can kind of get some good feedback. But um, from what I've heard so far, they're they're impressed and happy with how I've been playing, and um, they just want to kind of make sure that I stay consistent with it, just to make sure that. Um, I fit in whatever they see their roster being. Uh, there was a play last night. We're chatting with Paul Cotter, who scored again his second goal of the preseason. But he scored in all three games with a shootout goal uh, in that middle contest. There was a play last night, Paul, uh, where you were uh, on the chase of an opposition player, and it was right at uh, the defensive blue line, and you hit hard and and threw him into the boards. Do, that that play kind of play kind of jumped out at me along with the offense and and the open ice hits. Uh, do you remember that uh, at all? I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah give me an uh, idea of, of of that that what what you're thinking there and and what goes into making a play like that. Yeah, it's important. Um, physicality is definitely a giant part of my game, uh, and I I think a lot of us are on the cusp of making the team. And um, if you guys on the team, they're you know, trying to hold their spots, and we're all pretty similar. We're all skilled players. Um, we all can, you know, make really good decisions with the puck, but I think one thing that can separate myself um, from maybe some guys is, is my ability to be physical and, and use my body and strength to my uh, advantage. So uh, I, it's a big part of my game, so i got to make sure I do it every game, and um, I think it, it helps, too, in the long run. You know, if you you hit players, and uh, the next time you go to hit them, they know you're going to hit them, so uh, it might create a little bit more space for, for guys that have a little bit more skill or um, you know other aspects of the game, too. But, um, yeah, I, whenever I get a chance to take a hit, I'll do it. You know the best part about that play was it was right in front of Bruce. And the coaching staff, right in front of you. <laughs> Couldn't have worked out more perfect. No, it was, it was excellent. Uh, Paul Cotter's with us on the VGK Insider Show. You know, Paul, you're you're a very confident guy, and I just I kind of wonder, like, where did that self belief come into play for you? When when did you discover that and and kind of hone in on that as you kind of make your way up as a professional hockey player? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, I it's kind of crazy throughout the years. I kind of had a little bit of a wild path. Um, when in the hockey world, it's kind of weird. I kind of have moved up a level every year for the past couple of years. Um, in all USHL, NCAA, OHL, AHL, now a few games in the NHL. So, um, each year I've kind of managed a way to you know, start at the bottom of the team to make it and kind of climb my way up the ladder. And, um, 
I think, you know, it, it shows people that my commitment to, to whatever team I'm on and, um, it's going to be a good stepping stone because I'm going to try and rise to the top. So, um, to myself, it's probably a little bit of an eye opener as well saying, Hey, you know, you got this. So, um, especially in, in a few games in the NHL here in preseason, um, having good production, I think, I mean, you don't really <laughs> think about it too much, but, uh, probably in my head somewhere, it's all right, you got this. Like, let's keep going. So each game is, is a little bit more confident due to, that type of thing, but um, yeah, so far so good. I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident going into kind of the last couple games of preseason, and, and then uh, we'll see what kind of happens after that. Paul Cotter chatting with us. He scored uh, two goals in this preseason and then added one in the shootout uh, in the middle game. Uh, that was uh, glorious against the L.A. Kings where he put the move on uh, Phoenix Copley. Uh, I'm going to, at the risk of being too inside baseball, I'm going to admit uh, one thing. There was uh, some skates last year, or last year, uh, at Lifeguard. And there was always this guy, when I was out there filling in, who would grab a puck in between drills and he come down and he do a little showdown shootout move always like not whenever there was an open time it'd be, it'd be i was wondering who this guy was and it's you uh you you just love going one-on-one with the goaltender and showing off your hands either you let it just fl- float off your stick and make the goalie look foolish or you put the big move on uh this shootout seems to be uh something that uh that one you love and two you're really good at yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I love it. It's it's my favorite thing ever. Uh, you know, it's, it's not something that is used all the time, but um, sometimes it, it's a matter of an extra point, and that extra point goes a long way. So um, it's definitely a thing to a nice thing to have, kind of in my back pocket. There, um, it's it's always fun. I think <laughs> I mentioned earlier, my dream is to is to have a a shootout available at all options and I keep a goalie <laughs> hostage in that. So, um, <laughs> that'd be awesome. But yeah, it, it helps. I've been doing it for so long, um, that, you know, I, I think I'm pretty confident, uh, it, while doing it while, you know, kind of growing up, there was always pretty nerve wracking, obviously, especially in a, a building like T-Mobile with so many fans. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to kind of feel pretty confident and obviously it's preseason, right? So take that into account too, but, um, it, it's something that I think that I'm pretty good at, so uh, the confidence is definitely there with that. You deke overshoot, though. That that's your default, right? I don't think I'm allowed to. <laughs> oh <laughs> well. <laughs> anybody who wants to know, give me a call because I know because I've 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 been the victim of that. Uh, Paul Connors with us on the VGK Insider Show of Fox Sports Las Vegas. Yeah, it's just Darren trying to figure out how to play you better. Uh, l- listen, Paul, you you've had. <laughs> Three games, three different sets of line mates. Is, I know you don't pick who you're going to go out there and play with, but as you look at the runway left here in the preseason, are there any guys on this team you want the opportunity to play with that you think can bring out the best in you? Um, I think, honestly, I think probably playing with, uh, I know I played with Nick Waugh today, um, and he's a great centerman, and played with Coley as well in practice, and uh, I think playing with those two guys is great. I think they're a great mix. Um, I mean, obviously, Waz is great on face-offs. Uh, I think as each year progresses, he gets better and better. Uh, I mean, 
I remember playing with him in Chicago and um, seeing him now as a completely different player. Just his confidence and how he's developed as a player is awesome. So uh, playing with him is great. He's great at structure. Um, Colstar is obviously insanely strong, great at battles, good at puck possession. So I think I'd mix well with those guys. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, I think I can compliment most uh, most guys I play with, no matter what. Um, I, I have the skill to, to make a play if it's more skilled guys and trying to get to the puck. And also, if it's a, if it's a four-fine role, then I think I can, I can battle with the best of them and my strength can kind of muster up a, a greasy puck in front and, and I'll know I'll have a guy there to kind of whack away at it. So um, I, I honestly don't mind who I play with. Uh, I think that whoever you play with, a lot of them have certain strengths that other guys don't. Um, so it's just kind of recognizing what guys, you know, play which way and trying to, to find a way for my game to complement them. Put your analyst hat on. Uh, Nick Waugh had it going today in, in those scrimmages and some of the special team skills. He was deking guys. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was doing really well. The whole the whole uh, whole bench was going crazy for him. So um, I, I don't think that's something that's surprising. Um, I think he's going to have a great season. I think this is going to be a big one for him. So I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, I don't know whether you're going to go back in tomorrow night, but uh, if you do, four for four, keep it going, and if not, enjoy the uh, the rest and uh, and everything else that comes with uh, this uh, wonderful run that you're on. Uh, appreciate your time. You're uh, you're a really cool guest to be able to joke around with us, and uh, and really proud of you. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. There's Paul Cotter, PC43, as uh, the nickname is around the office right now, and I like it. Uh, his Twitter handle is uh, Paul Cotter 47 but uh, PC43 I'm, I'm right on board with. And that, that tip-in that he made last night showed the, the one knee down. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. I loved the deflection that went to Amadio in the forecheck and being right on top of the opposition almost as much as the goal itself. Yeah, I, I think that you kind of look at the the plays that Paul Cotter was making, not just in terms of him putting the puck in the back of the net, but for checking pressure, disrupting what the opposition was trying to do. Uh, there was one back check. I know I'm not allowed to talk about back checking here, but there was one back check in particular where you know Paul Cotter is the last line of defense in that situation. He, cre- he prevents a, a clear cut breakaway from the blue line. Those are the types of things. And then you mentioned the hits there, and like. Paul Cotter was was having himself a game even before he put that puck in the back of the net. You could talk about back checks in relation to Paul Cotter no, who's no, trying to make no, the no. team. Come on, all right? Stop. No, let's, let's stop. But but yeah. when when let's... the players making ten million dollars yeah, a year, is important. Then Go I'm gonna throw back checking to the side during the preseason. <laughs> but Cotter, it actually it actually kind of works. And when I when I asked him if he remembered that play from last night, mm-hmm. you'll notice. That I actually phrased it and didn't use the term back check because I was afraid you'd jump all over me for 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 a good reason. But but Connor's a guy who's trying to make this team in any way possible. Fourth line, third line, mm-hmm. uh, uh, chipping in, uh, whatever it takes to to make this hockey club. And putting pressure on the back check is going to be a pivotal part of being a 200 foot player. And he showed that last night. Yeah, absolutely. Again, it, it was one of those games where. You know, you kind of go back to game one in Colorado and, and Bruce Cassidy's comments about Paul Cotter being the best player on the ice and it having not much to do with actually scoring a goal. And I think that you, you kind of look at that game last night, top to bottom, and there's there's aspects of that there too. Again, away from the puck, with the puck, 
being physical. Everything that you want Paul Cotter to do consistently, he's done now for three games. The question is, he kind of referenced it. We've been referencing it throughout the entire preseason. Can you keep coming back to it? Can you keep doing it night after night after night? And then does it present something different than what you have in front of you? That's the question. And what's starting to become apparent, which is by design from the coaching staff, from a, a challenging the athlete point of view, is his game is conducive to almost everybody's game mm-hmm. it, it, when you're plopping him into a line. Mm-hmm. So some some skilled players can't play with grinders, or grinders have trouble playing with skilled players. Uh, one of the great things about Patrick Maroon was he was able to play with great skilled players mm-hmm. uh, in Anaheim and, and Edmonton and then has, has found his way in Tampa Bay. Paul Cotter's game, uh, there's so much range, and he can score, he can play physical, that you can literally plop them in to any situation. Yeah, and I, I love that answer from Paul Cotter about is there anyone that you are that you really think can can highlight you? And and he's like, I think my game can highlight a lot of different players. I think mm-hmm. that you plot me into a line, you put me with this person or that person, and I feel like I can figure out a way to make that work, to to have that line go, to be an engine. And you know, I, I love that answer from Paul Cotter because it just goes in lockstep with his confidence. He feels He's got the tools, and that his tools can fit in a lot of different aspects of this lineup. So the the confidence, uh, where does that start to build? Is it uh, start at training camp because he's been skating all summer, and he skates more than uh, a lot of other players uh, coming into a National Hockey League training camp? Is it the seven games that he got in last year? Uh, Is it just a maturity, or is it something as out there for the regular uh, folks as being put into the main dressing room <laughs> at City National Arena and getting dressed every day with the veterans instead of being in the auxiliary dressing room. That had an impact on Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there's a lot of reasons to think why he's more confident and able to take advantage of this. Uh, I don't know whether it's one, one of those or a, a combination of them. Yeah, I, I would lean toward it being a combination, right? Like you get seven NHL games last year, you score a couple of goals, you get that itch. You want it back. You want to be back there. You want to get yourself to a point where it's not a call-up. It's an everyday thing. Then you kind of couple that with a summer, getting a taste, getting into the best shape that you can possibly be in, and then you show up day one, you're in that main room. That had to have been the big confidence boost, that big idea in his mind that, okay, there's a path. I am going to seize it. And a lot of players don't seize these opportunities. Paul Cotter's done a great job through the first week. You know what time it is? No. Time to be real. I was oh. just real. The Goodness. Be Real app uh, notification. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, how much did you manipulate yeah, how that? Much, how much massaging did you do, Darren? Nothing. I, I just took a picture of the uh, studio here at Studio 31 where <laughs> yeah. I'm located today. Yep. And uh, I made sure I got uh, my good side on. But I'm sure. not really sure that there's a bad side. So so is that why there's a jacket just, with a really nice shirt that hangs in that the, the I, studio there? I don't think he yeah. had enough time to throw on oh, his suit. Okay. No, but that, that was there is. A, I, I do have a suit hanging in Studio Thirty One. <laughs> How do you it. know that? Because we we were in there the other day. You no. were in here the other yeah, day. He yeah, was. We, he we was. had to record something. No, you, you don't yeah. need to explain okay. it to him. Yeah, we were in there the other Why day. Why did Chapman get into Studio Thirty One at City? Because it's, 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 it's a need to know basis. Because I'm a big deal. That's all. Oh boy! Wow. <laughs> 
I'm going to have to talk to security around here. I knew Wallace was in here. It was. It we was had a great time doing the in. show, but I didn't know Chapman was allowed into Studio 31 on the second floor of CNA. I just dropped in oh. the. Uh, you know, I'm a big star. Don't you know who I am? You didn't touch my in. stuff, did you? No, he oh, did. Gosh, yeah, all yeah. Of, all of your things. I'm, I moved them all around, hoping That's you would drive you crazy. In fact, oh. he actually moved the suit. He tried it on. <laughs> didn't fit though. No, no, I, I don't think that it would. Uh, the, I think there might be some uh, uh, bagginess with that thing, or tightness in, yeah, in some probably, places. Probably tightness, yeah. You, well, you, you'd have, like, the sleeves would be ripped out from underneath, like, like <laughs> not, not good. Uh, Paul Cotter was fun today. Uh, we're also going to release the results yep. of the Golden Ratio Face, which is uh, uh, an app that, Gambling.com used we to compile the list of the best-looking head coaches in the National Hockey League from 1 to 32 and, and posted their score. So we thought we'd have some fun and do it ourselves, take some selfies and get the scores mm -hmm. and see where we would slot in in the National Hockey League. Yeah. There was one little twist to this. Chapman... Did not do it properly because shocking. Well, Wallace and I just took simple selfies. Yes, we did. Chapman leaned on a picture from his photo library, carefully cultivated. Not even a good picture, though. It's it not even a, a good picture. No, it wasn't a good. It's picture. an awkward picture. It's it's as good a picture I've seen Chapman take, though. <laughs> be honest. It's it's. It's really awkward. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll give you the results uh, on the way, uh, as well as what else happened and came out of last night's convincing performance by the Vegas Golden Knights over the Colorado Avalanche. There's one area that has become a really impressive trend with Vegas so far in this camp, and then there was the breakout performance at the offensive net last night. So we'll get into it as we continue. It's Fox Sports Las Vegas, the VGK Insider Show, coming your way. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. I want to give a shout out to Penny. Ran into Penny at the hockey game the other night against the LA Kings. Listens to the podcast all the time. Nice. Said that uh, Chapman, Chapman needs to roll with a little bit more. What? Just be cool. Yeah. What? Roll with yeah, what? Just just roll with it. Actually, she didn't say that at all. She was more harping on me being mean to you. Yes. Uh, but I, I thought I'd twist it. Uh, just win, for uh, win for Chapman. Win for Chapman. We've got the results from the uh, face poll. What is, what is it called? Golden Ratio Face app. This is which, your uh, idea. How which do you is, not uh, know? Which is, well, I can't. It's such an odd name for an app. Yeah. It's you go to this uh, Golden Ratio uh, face app and it'll it'll give you a score. We've got our mm -hmm. scores, the three of us, and we're going to see where we would face on the uh, results from the uh, NHL coaches uh, list that came out yesterday. Yeah, I, I can't I can't hardly wait, Darren. I, I'm mm -hmm. really excited to seeing the results of this poll and where I stack up against uh, NHL coaches. This app and you and Chris Chapman sounds like somebody's a little sour. I'm going to oh, give no. you a list of names. All right, not sour. Here's, here's a list of names: mm -hmm. Carlson. Quinney, mm -hmm. Amadio, mm -hmm. Cotter, Colasar, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Korzak, Stevenson. Know what those names all have in common? 
They had really good nights last night. They did. They put that puck in the net last night. A record-setting performance for the Vegas Golden Knights in the 7-1 win over the Colorado Avalanche to even the record at 1-1-1. Uh, nice to see some uh, pucks go in the net last night. Yeah, it was great. It was seven goals on the board for the Golden Knights. It, uh, you know, it, it was one of those things where I wasn't going to get antsy about lack of production in the preseason, but I know that some people probably would. So it was nice. Who to are see. some people? Name names. I'm not going to name names. Come on, that. What are you? T- I don't know fans. who you're talking about. Fans. Oh, just fans. Yeah, okay. fans in general. You don't have any names that we could uh, throw out there and okay, and scorch them on some live fans radio? were antsy. That this team had only scored two goals in two preseason games. Seriously. I know because I spend a lot of time on Twitter. I shouldn't, but I do. Um, I'm not concerned about the goal scoring when it comes to this team because you're you're trying to work through some kinks. You're trying to learn the the aspects of this defensive system that I think is going to be the most important aspect of it. And for the Golden Knights, solid, structured defensively. The goals will come when you've got a lineup that boasts Jack Eichel and Mark Stone, a healthy Mark Stone, and Jonathan Marshall, so and Chandler Stevenson. Like the goals will come. I'm not terribly concerned about it, but I did like to see the Golden Knights offense get rewarded last night. And I like that a lot of the goals were were in situations where you wanted to see this team improve. You've got some tip goals, you've got some second opportunity rebound chance goals. Uh, those are good signs for these Golden Knights. Uh, four goals from guys on the roster and four goal, uh, three goals from guys making a push to try and earn their way into either making the team or consideration uh, for down the road uh, with the season. So a nice little blend mm-hmm. from the Vegas Golden Knights on, on that. I love William Carlson finding that, though. There's just uh, something feel-good about that. Well, e. William Carlson likes to score, and I think we all recognize that going into this season, William Carlson's going to need to have a big year. We, yeah. We've talked about production a couple of different times and how you're going to replace certain aspects of uh, you know, Max Pacioretty's goal totals and all that, and a lot of it has to do with William Carlson getting back to that 20-goal threshold as a, at a minimum. And you, know, you want him to have a good preseason. He's suited up in two games. I would expect that there's at least one more, maybe another after that. And anything you can do to get William Carlson playing with that offensive confidence is going to be a, a good thing for the Golden Knights. So Colasar uh, is one that scored off the Paul Cotter deflection. Mm-hmm. I love that uh, play when he was forechecking. Uh, Amadio also scored. Uh, there's a, there's a nice little mix of guys that uh, that are finding new spots on the roster, and then you have the performance of of the guys pushing like Cotter mm-hmm. and then Caden Korzak. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a really strong game for Caden Korzak. There were you know a number of different plays. One in particular where he had a a, a player, a forward for checking him right on his back, quick pivot turn, and then it's a one pass out of the zone into the offensive zone. I think it was Burbanich that that took the pass. So you like the elusive nature of Caden Korzak's, his his ability to skate, his ability to kind of read the play and get that pass out of the zone and out of trouble. Uh, But top to bottom, scores a goal. It was a great delay, kind of allowing that defender to go down, using it as a screen. Uh, A strong performance last night from Caden Korzak. Burbanich is a story in this camp, too, as we go along. Yeah, he's been getting better and better, and and I thought he got he young kid really good at, at the later stages of that of that game. Like the, the first period for the Golden Knights was was an interesting one because they jump out to that two goal lead, and then Colorado kind of pushed right the second half 
of that first period, but everything was to the outside. And then from there on, the Golden Knights kind of hit another gear. And there's no shortage of guys last night that, that really showed out and played well. You know, I was talking to someone last night after the game who who knows a little bit more about Brabenitz and who. I'm not going to name names. I'll just what, say. What's with the secrecy today, it's you not guys? Secrecy. It's just. What, I don't, what I, is this? Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I, I thought that I was fairly obvious that I was talking about fans. Like, okay, you. I'll give you that. I, I, I will just say. All some, of a sudden, I, all of a sudden, Chapman no, 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 pulls Chad, out these sources Chad, that he's got that he, sources here. That's what I, he's talking I, that he about. Can't, yeah. I, I, I will just say someone who is very familiar with with that draft and who he, he was drafted in the in the COVID draft. <laughs> oh, so this person. Who we bring on the show, by the way, that's all I'll say. Who will remain nameless. Who will remain nameless. But they, oh, they were boy. telling me that a lot of scouts were saying that the Golden Knights got a steal because he was drafted in the fourth round. But a lot of people were saying he, he has first-round talent. So uh, because of the, the COVID draft and him being a European guy, that he may have slipped through the cracks. And it sounds like the Golden Knights may have found the gem. Talking to a guy <laughs> who heard from some scouts. I'm, I'm listening. He, he's not just a guy. I'll just I'm, say he. I'm he just is. saying you got a lot of murkiness in there. I've got some sources. That's it. All I'm sounds say. like you're either really covering for somebody, or you're making this up. I I will just say I trust this person very very much, and okay. I think I think if you knew who it was, you would trust them very much too. He is young though. That's what I I will say for for all the exposure that he's uh, he's receiving right now to be in that position I, I've been really impressed with his game especially uh, in the dot and, and taking control mm-hmm. giving guys instructions off the face off uh, where he's going to go with it and deciding like he he's not a, a shy guy no no and and it's it's building blocks for next year and the following year but you get this opportunity you're you're going deep here into training camp. It's great exposure, and it'll only help the player as he moves along. I was talking to uh, someone uh, driving home last night, (laughs) and they were really impressed with Zach Whitecloud's game. Cite your source, Darren. uh, Dave Gosher. Okay, there it is. Yeah, see? See how simple that was? Pretty easy. Pretty easy. There you go. Um, So we have have Zach Whitecloud last night rolling – with five A's. Mm-hmm. How about that? Like five A's mm-hmm. for, for Zach Whitecloud in one game. You you mean four apples and, and one alternate captain. Four, five A's. Yeah. If, if you want to call it four assists and, and one A on his jersey, but I call it I call it five A's. Hey, some some people might be confused thinking he had five points last night. Well I'd be fine with that too. I, I don't mind that. I I got that from uh from Nate. My my boss. Yeah, that's good. It was it was a, it was a good line. I, I like said it. I was gonna I was gonna throw it out there today. But a uh, heck of an effort for 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 Zach. And tell you, he he told me in the second intermission he was pumped about playing at the Fortress again. Yeah, I bet I, he had a really really strong night. Uh, you know, there's not really much else you can talk about with Zach Whitecloud, right? Like there was uh, first play of the game, really, um, is, is that goal for William Carlson. It's just a heads up play from Whitecloud gets uh, kind of reads the pressure, throws it to an area. Um, he he's to me one of one of the most important players for the Golden Knights going into this season. We know what Petrangelo does. We know what Shea Theodore can do. We know how this Golden Knights defense can stack up. But with Nick Hague not in camp and not a part of this team right now, you're going to need Zach Whitecloud to really be 
uh, maybe more than he's been the last couple of years, which is saying something because he's had a, a really, really high trajectory. So uh, four assists, I, I don't know that the offense is going to come quite that easily for Zach Whitecloud throughout the year, but he's shown flashes uh, in the offensive zone over the last season. And and I think that, you know, for a for a kid like Zach to, to kind of get that opportunity with an A on his jersey to be a leader, and then you see what he does with it, uh, there's there's really no one better. Like he he's just a, a, someone that oozes confidence and takes the responsibility of being a veteran here incredibly seriously. I don't know what the latest is on the Nick Hag front, but mm-hmm. later on on one timers, I'm going to give you a theory as to why he could be signed sooner than later. So oh. stick around for that in hour number two okay. as it relates to Nick Hag. Are you guys surprised at all? That there is only a two-shot difference on the shot clock by the end of last night? Um, no, I, I mean, not really, mainly because of the, the simple fact that that first period existed and you know, Colorado did a, a fair amount of throwing pucks to the net then. Uh, they were a little bit better, I think, at the beginning of the third period, but um, it wasn't a high volume for the Golden Knights. It's not kind of what we're used to where this team has the puck all game and they throw 40 shots on goal. Uh, they were they were opportunistic and they were really playing for those higher percentage yeah. scoring chances. When you look at scoring chances yeah. or yeah. Uh, top quality opportunities, mm-hmm. it wasn't even close. There may be a plus two for the Vegas Golden Knights on the shot clock, yeah. but it was plus 12. When you talk about really good chances, oh yeah, no, it, it wasn't it wasn't close at all. And again, like that's one of those things that you know I brought up yesterday I, uh, on one of the intermission reports is there have been times in the Golden Knights' existence where they have had the puck all game long, and you've got two, maybe three high danger, high quality scoring chances. Last night, the Golden Knights were scoring no doubters, right? Like they, yeah. the Paul Cotter, that's a tap in. You, you you get the Michael Amadio one. It, it's a rebound in that spot on the ice. That's a no doubter. That's a tap in. Like. Those are the types of plays we've been looking for and hoping for and wanting to see from the Golden Knights. Now it's about as the competition increases and teams are getting closer and closer to their NHL-ready lineups. And are you it was able a, to do it? The, the seven goals were on NHL goalies. So it, it, it was a young lineup, yeah, yeah but at fair. least it was, it was NHL goalies out there uh, that, that you were putting the puck in against and generating opportunities on. You know, I'm going to ask you this question because I got it on the post-game show last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, should Colorado be worried about Georgiev? No, no. Nah, give him some time. I mean, it's it's the preseason. I've I've been through these where guys switch teams and they come in and they totally stink in yeah. the preseason. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, I'll I'll go back to because uh, I was there. Uh, Ed Belfour when he signed with the <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs was had one of the Casual. worst preseasons ever. Yeah. It, it turned out uh, that he was experimenting with the angle on his blades because mm. uh, Eddie was uh, an equipment freak and he and he sharpened his own skates and he did all his own repairs and and all the all the little tinkering with his gear that he could do mm-hmm. so so you look at uh, if you if you put the skate from heel and it points away from you the toes away from you you look at that blade you can you can sort of st- put the the skate on a table flat and you'll see a hollow underneath it mm-hmm. and those two edges give you give you the grip and it can it can balance if you got the the right uh, setup well Eddie was sharpening his skate on an 
angle. Instead of being flat, okay. there was an angle. So he went into his crouch and his feet were wide apart mm. that there would be a little more uh, more blade on the ice. And there, there, this concept went around for a while. But, but he was just trying it out in, in the preseason. And it was terrible. It was awful. He was letting in goals from everywhere. And then he went out and like basically set the single season record for wins uh, for a Toronto Maple Leaf mm-hmm. and, and got to the uh, to the third round of the playoffs or second round of the playoffs. So uh, for Gorgiev, no, no, he's and he's been through this before in New York, and he'll, he'll be able to handle that kind of pressure. And they they haven't played any of their guys, right? None of their guys yet. So right. uh, that, it's it's easy to jump to those conclusions. Mm-hmm. Um, the training camp does mean something to Logan Thompson. To Michael Hutchinson, uh, to Aiden Hill, those those guys, it means a lot too. But Yorgiv, it's he's a, he's a veteran guy. Yeah, my answer was no because Kale McCarr and Devon Taves and Bo Byram exist. Yeah, so it'll be fine. And, and if uh, it isn't, then oh well. And he was he was fine in the in the first game uh, that the uh, the Golden Knights uh, played. But uh, Thompson's game, uh, it's how would you call it? Not attention grabbing, that's for sure, because he hasn't needed to be attention grabbing. Right. That's the uh, an amazing logical compliment mm-hmm. to the Golden Knights team in in limiting chances. They have been hugely effective at keeping the other team away from high danger uh, opportunities. I think I remember one or two odd man rushers the mm-hmm. first game against Colorado, but no breakaways in the game. Uh, it's it's been locked down. Yeah, they've been stingy uh, defensively. That that's the, the the best way that I can put it. And it's it's almost difficult to evaluate Logan Thompson and really any of the goaltenders right now for the Golden Knights because they're just they're not giving up very much. There's there's not a lot that teams are throwing at any of these goaltenders that should be going in. In fact, you know some of the goals you're you're looking at and. It's kind of broken plays in front of you. Um, I, I did find Bruce Cassidy's commentary last night about like the ways that goaltenders are going to have to play and in, in fighting through a little bit more of the traffic that's going to be in front of you. It was really interesting. It was, it was fascinating, and it was great, and I was so enthralled by it because that's a nuance that I think a lot of us are going to have to clue in on because the expectation is going to be you have to fight through that. You have to find the puck. And if if it's in a spot where you can put the rebound where we can get it, that's the expectation. And I like that it's clearly defined and clearly laid out that this is what I want from my goaltenders. I, I loved everything Bruce Cassidy said last night. So to paraphrase, he said uh, in this zone system that yeah. they're going to use in, in the defensive side of uh, things, uh, the defensemen for the Vegas Golden Knights are going to play closer to the front of the net. Yeah. Uh, what's going to happen there is uh, when you're not boxing out, uh, trying to keep everybody further from the goal, it's going to generate more traffic, uh, both with the opposition that's trying to create some net front presence and as well the Golden Knights defensemen that are strategically, by their plan, uh, playing closer to the front of the net. And that's going to build on what you had to say, generate a lot more traffic for goaltenders to deal with, and they're going to have to uh, get accustomed to that. And there's a couple of plays. Uh, one, Logan Thompson with his right hand, because he's uh, uh, a right-handed catcher, uh, reached out and made a great save around traffic mm-hmm. and was able to hold on. But the, the goal that uh, that did go in was a rebound that just ended up in, in the wrong spot, and that's something that uh, Bruce said is is mindful. And t- he was great, but mm-hmm. it also came off the goal one goal that did go in, came off a play that you'd like to see a little bit cleaner. 
And I mean, that that's kind of the margin that you're working with, right? Yeah. You're talking about a 7-1 win in which the Golden Knights were largely dominant in front of Logan Thompson. You're, you're going to not nitpick, but you're going to highlight the one that went in and try to see where that breakdown was. And not not spectacular because a lot of the time that, that I'm talking about Logan's game uh, in the one and a half games that he's played mm-hmm. has been because he has, for the most part, been pretty clean Yeah, uh, through these uh, four and a half periods. It, it's been good. One goal through four and a half periods, uh, closing in on, on 30 shots. Uh, he's 35 shots uh, through that uh, that stretch of time. Uh, if I'm Logan, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that start to training camp. Yeah, I mean, if you're the Golden Knights, you'll take that all day long. Right? Yeah, you'll take you'll take one on 35 all day long. Certainly in the regular season. We're going to take a break. I want to tell you what's coming up, and that will include one timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League, a big injury to one of the NHL's marquee players. We'll give you an idea of how bad it is, plus the final results in who is the most handsome person on the VGK Insider Show. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Can't wait for this reveal, what Chapman has in store. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Stay with us. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Got a lot to get to regarding elite news, a signing... One of those four restrictor free agents that did not have a contract is now back with the National Hockey League team that they uh, are with. So uh, that's big news. Does that, it's not Nick Haig, but how does that influence Nick Haig? I'm going to give you a reason to be optimistic Yay. in our number two. Uh, we will also have our uh, big contest. Uh, who is the most uh, handsome? The best-looking member of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Can I ask uh, a question? Yes. When are you going to do that? Uh, it's the uh, hour number two. Right, but like, can you give me a, an exact time? I just I want to know how many times, how many more times we're going to have to sit through this spiel. Oh, probably two more times. Two more. It's the Global Ratio Face app. Global that, Ratio. Uh, no, no, Golden. 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 golden? Yes, I Golden. Global. You work no, no. for the Golden Knights. No, no. It's like the Golden. Yeah, you, that's weird. It should be easy for you to oh, remember that. Oh, it is. That. Golden ratio face. You're right <laughs> about that. By the way, that I just I already deleted it off my phone. <laughs> you did? Yes, yes. Uh, so we're going to give you the uh, the results of the uh, VGK Insider Show, the uh, best-looking uh, host. So you're going to tell where we where we uh, stack up against NHL coaches too, right? Yeah. And yep. amongst each other. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Amongst well, the, each other. Three of and, us, so. and we're going to – so there's the big – we got this idea from the list of uh, NHL coaches – and how they rated from one to thirty-two. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to tell you where you guys rate. I like the rate. company I keep. By yeah. the way, did did you see the quote from DJ Smith when he was asked about? There's a, there's a couple of fantastic oh, yeah. quotes. Uh, this this we, one's good we'll, though. That we'll, that we'll get to, uh, including uh, Bruce Cassidy, uh, who sat down with Gary Lawless to talk about this. That's how that's how big this. No, this this is honestly, Darren. This has been the greatest thing to happen to preseason hockey ever. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not joking talking about it. It should happen every year. Like yeah. what I want to see happen is golden ratio face again. We promise it's real. Um, I want to see that. Yeah, I want to see those rankings every year. Just to so, see, so there's some kind just, of algorithm where they they yes, but measure your cheekbones, but aging and aging is a real thing, Darren. 
Yes. Right? Like, I want to see Tell me how about it. different the rankings might be next year. You know, oh, like, like year, if year by year, you know, if you're Luke Richardson, how mm-hmm. many years and how many beauty points is that Chicago Blackhawk gig going to take off your life? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's true. I I still can't believe Daryl Sutter was was number two on the list. Come on, uh, love him. He's a love beauty. him like like a brother, but uh, but yeah, I uh, can't believe he's number two. I which know which, who which the... I think gives us hope. When we compare ourselves to Darren, National it, Hockey League it, coaches. It was your out, let's be honest here. Yeah. Oh, this this thing isn't legit if you would have lost. Well, maybe. I was, no, I was not maybe, probably. Uh, Bruce Cassidy <laughs> spoke today, had uh, some things to say uh, regarding Mark Stone and uh, some of the processes that they're working through in training camp. Uh, it was an interesting session today at City National Arena. We'll uh, break that one down for you. And one-timers, news and notes from around the National Hockey League, a big injury occurring uh, to a Western Conference rival of the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll tell you all about that. And it was a thud uh, in the National Hockey League in the preseason last night. It's all coming up in hour number two of the VGK Insider Show right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas.